0: Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name is Rab Florence. I'm joined as ever uh, tonight with my man Grado here. He's sitting opposite. How are you doing, Grado? How are you doing, Rab? I'm all right. Quite a week, mate. Very dark week. Very dark week. In the last week, uh, the wrestling world has been shaking to its core. Uh, Hundreds of brave men and women have taken to social media to share their stories of abuse they've received in the the speaking out movement. If you want to go and, and you should go and read this hashtag speaking out. On Twitter, you should go. If you're a wrestling fan, then I think it's really your duty to go and uh, to go and read what's being said out there. Um, Obviously, it's a very difficult episode for me and Gradle today because we we know quite well a lot of the guys who have been named. I mean, we can be uh, quite clear about that. We've had them as guests on this show, Uh, so it's it's been a very very strange, very difficult week and a very Difficult episode of a wrestling podcast uh, today, and obviously, we can't really dig into the details of individual allegations because, for all we know, there's legal stuff going on. We really don't know, you know, what I mean, we really don't know what's happening. Everybody has went very silent on our end of things this week in the Gredo? right? Um, trying to get a, a guess this
2: week as well has been particularly diff- difficult, but I mean, I just want to first, first off say, you know. Well done to these people that have spoken, out that have had the confidence. It can't have been an easy thing for them to take the time and and post about their experiences. And some of them have obviously been very, very horrific. And I just want to say that I completely back everybody that's spoken out and let us know their stories, let us know their personal life when they didn't need to. But know that there's, there's good people out there that are backing you 100%. And I'm one of these people that, that's backing you. Um, I definitely think this is this is it, mate. This is a time for complete overhaul in British wrestling. This is a time now we need to make a stand and change things because it can't go in the way it, the way it's been going on for the last couple of years. Um, I'm definitely passionate about changing what's what happens in British wrestling, right for the very top, and it's and right as well for you know. Training schools, shows, everything needs to be given a hard, long look at. Um, the day I've spoke to, well, I'm saying I spoke, I've emailed a counsellor because I want to, I want there's something to be put in place. Because training schools, without the proper disclosures, without, without the proper checks, that can't happen in this day and age. You can't, you know, a Wayne's the team, you need any fit of the team, actually, you need checks for other stuff. And right now that doesn't exist in wrestling. There's, there's only so many companies that I can name in one hand that have all the right structures put in place. And it needs to change, mate. It needs to completely change what happens in British wrestling. This is, the Last week has been very, very dark. Obviously, reading stories about people that's... It's obviously upsetting because it's your mates that are involved. And obviously, I feel upset for the victims. And I, I can only apologise on behalf of these wrestlers and how they behaved.
0: I mean, I think you deserve a lot of respect for coming on this show as well, Greg. I mean, I know this is like your podcast, right? But you could easily have went, I'm, I'm, going, to, I'm going to skip it this week. We'll just wait to see how things develop and stuff like that it would have been the easiest thing in the world today. From my point of view, obviously I'm no, I'm no somebody that's in the wrestling scene, but I've I've, I've always, I've been adjacent to the wrestling scene for years up here in Scotland and you know, always very proud the achievements or the boys that I knew, you know, and felt I knew, um, you know, I felt I, I felt like I knew what was going on. Uh, but it's, it's been incredibly disappointing. It's been an incredibly disappointing week to see, you know, like you say, grade. it was very, very difficult for people to talk about stuff like this. Very difficult. I know, I know a lot of people look at these things and they kind of go, you know, well, here's, here's one tweet destroying somebody's career, but it isn't just one tweet. It's the, the effort it takes to to write that tweet and press send on it and open up your your past and open up the wounds you've got to, to other people uh, is you know a massively difficult thing today. So it's it's not as simple as that, and uh, it's just just so disappointing, man. Because it's I kind of feel like there's been so much good fortune up in Scotland uh, when it comes to wrestling. There's been so much good fortune, so many opportunities for people. And I feel like a lot of people have just they've pissed that away on on being idiots, on being callous, on being cruel. Uh, it's, it's massively disappointing. But let, let, Let's broaden this out a wee bit. Um, obviously, we had to talk a wee bit for a personal perspective because, like I said, we you know we we, we know a lot of these guys. Um, uh, but, but more broadly that's what started last week when an ex-girlfriend of David Starr accused him of sexual assaulting and abusing her Starr denied the allegations uh, although he said he was an awful partner uh, since then the wrestling landscape has changed many mere people have came forward uh, so, so here's, where we're, here's some of the things we can t- tell you and talk about directly WWE has released Jack Gallagher after uh, allegations against him uh, and a statement said this that individuals the WWE said individuals are responsible for their own personal actions WWE has zero tolerance for matters involving domestic violence, child abuse, sexual assault. Upon arrest for such misconduct, a WWE talent will be immediately suspended. Upon conviction for such conduct, a WWE talent will be immediately terminated. Uh, Some of the allegations of misconduct have named performers across several of WWE's brands, including among others, recent SmackDown call-up Matt Riddle, Jordan Devlin. Um, AEW suspended Sammy Guevara indefinitely without pay. Uh, He's fee going to a women's charity in Jacksonville as a undergoes sensitivity training following comments he made about Sasha Banks. Uh, on a, I think it was on a podcast that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, his position in the company is going to be reviewed upon the completion of that. Jimmy Havoc, his status will also be reviewed after accusations made against him, although this will happen following counselling for uh, mental health and substance abuse. Uh, Ring of Honor yet to issue a statement or comment on allegations made against Marty Scurll, all, although he has released his... Uh, his own statement after claims were made against him. Impact, Joey Ryan. Uh, you know, we could go through loads of names here. We could go through loads of names here. There's been loads of allegations. And again, I have to state, only allegations at the minute. We can't prove any of these things. Um, the NWA Vice President, however, Dave Lagana, who was a guest on this show, uh, has resigned after allegations were made by wrestler Liz Savage, uh, sexual abuse. Lagana has since made a statement refuting the claims. Uh... MLW ring announcer Mark Haggerty has been released after inappropriate exchanges with a 15-year-old. This is grim reading. This is man. This is depressing. Uh, Progress Wrestling, uh, an affiliate of WWE, will be shutting down and returning after implementing changes. We'll see Glenn Robinson and Mark Richards step away, Vicky Haskins make a local Lucy Cave taking charge moving forward. It's also cut ties with David Starr, Travis Banks, Parry, Liguero, Jordan Devlin and Scotty Davis will be suspended indefinitely and will vacate the tag titles. Other British promotions have issued statements as well. Liverpool-based TNT, Newcastle-Upon-Tynes-North Wrestling, Wolverhampton's Fight Club Pro and Rev Pro each have promised to take every step necessary to create a safe and inclusive environment at in their shows. In Scotland, ICW have this to say. Uh, this is I'm just reading for a statement here. Over the past few days, serious allegations have been brought to our attention regarding individuals within the professional wrestling industry, some of whom have been associated with ICW. The safety of our fans, performers and crew is paramount. We have taken time to carefully investigate the situation, speak with members of our roster, in particular female roster members, and to decide on a course of action. We will strive to ensure a fair and safe work environment for all and review any allegations of misconduct on a case-by-case basis, as we always have done. We have and will have ties with an individual who poses a threat to that environment. We've also created two new roles of talent welfare officers. and We'll be appointing male and female roster members to those positions. In addition, we're going to put a selection of 16 staff and roster members through a Positive Mental Health Scotland course to become qualified mental health first aiders. Uh, Discovery released this statement. So this is what Discovery said. Uh, We have committed ourselves to making change to ensure Discovery continues to be a safe and welcoming environment for all. There are several UK and international wrestlers who have made a few appearances that will not be invited back. There are also accusations and claims involving a number of Discovery roster members and staff. To that end, we will no longer be working with Christopher Saint or Jam O'Malley. Claims made against other wrestlers continue to be investigated and a decision on their futures will be made in course Further to this, they've removed Lewis Gurvin from the roster and will no longer work with Kid Fight. they've said. And their commitment to change, they've appointed Julie Miller, who are currently at the time of recording. Uh, And remember, we're in a world here where we're just, you know, we're talking about allegations. Um, Matt, you know, the ICW statement for me, you can't, what confuses me about the ICW statement and, you know, and this is, you know, if anybody for ICW had came on the show, this is what I I would have said. You know, they're saying over the past few days, serious allegations have been brought to our attention regarding individuals within the professional wrestling industry, some of whom have been associated with ICW, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, making it very clear, like these are only really roster members, and then later they're you know they're referring to uh, wrestlers as roster members. You know what I mean? And we'll be appointing male and female rosters. So what are they? Are the people that are are the wrestlers that are associated with ICW? Or, you know are the people working their roster members, or what is?
2: Obviously, I'm saying it's positive that some of these companies are hiring these talent welfare officers, but I think it needs to be more than that. I think it needs to be something that's put in place that's no. I mean, it's good that we're we're, we're given opportunities to female uh, roster members that can, they can try and go in there and offer for help to to other people within the company. But I think it still it needs to be it needs to be bigger than that. I think it needs to be government wide. This this sort of stuff.
0: I just I just strongly feel that you can't have wrestlers or roster members uh, as in these positions in companies. You can't have them. You can't take two roster members that. ICW or progress or whatever, and elevate them into these positions because they still have pals in the industry. They still are connected. They're still going to be biased. They're going to have biases. not because they're bad people, but just you know, just because people have biases, it's like us own own here. The now, I'm saying. It has to be somebody that Disney not know any of these people. It has to be somebody in these positions that doesn't, like, that doesn't give a fuck about. The fucking aye, this wrestlers. Is, it doesn't aye. give a fuck about any of them. That's
2: why I'm saying it. Am I being too eager? Am I being too ambitious to to say that there should be some, a UK governing body or a, a Scotland governing body where there's a team of people that, that, that need to check every wrestling company they need to check every show and deal with
0: I don't see why there shouldn't be. I don't see why there shouldn't be. If, if you know, we've had a lot of success in this country. Um, we wrestling over well, this past wee while. It's become prominent, right? No, you know, now we've had a shameful week, right? No, we've had a shameful week. But there has to be, there has to be something that gets done here where there is somebody backstage at these shows who everybody knows they can't misbehave in front of this fucking person. Like everything has to be on point. You know what I mean? Because the the kind of behaviour that you you can get away with at a wrestling show backstage at a wrestling show and stuff like that, you, the, and in most other walks of life, you just wouldn't get away with. It. Mm-hmm. And that's what's what people need to realise as well. These the, the
2: old guard, the you know the this kind of you know oh, it's the old school. When I get brought in, it's the old school. All oh, that shit Psst, that ends, man. That like you, you the way some people have be, be, been behaving for the last couple of years, if that was that, that, that's why If that was a member of the public looking in They'd go What the fuck are you used in? What okay. is that? Do you know what I mean? That This isn't normal Some of these wrestlers They don't know how to behave socially Right? They've they've grew up socially awkward I'm only socially awkward mm-hmm. And they're in a business Where there's all these big characters And they don't know how to deal with it And I believe Folk are idiots Why he's putting me in this position you cunts Fucking go home after the show, fuck's sake.
0: (laughs) Can I I ask you a question, right? I'm going to ask you a question here, right? Because you're obviously really emotional about this. Do you think there's been, going back to the old school, there's been an old school locker mentality, then the rise of female competitors and female wrestlers introduced into that environment. Do you think that's what's led to that? The the locker room mentality has just been as it was. And even though we've got these, you know, female performers with us now. We, we're, we're maintaining this locker room kind of, you know, chat and you know this locker room old school locker room environment. Even though you know we've got now female competitors within that, do you think it's just been there's an old school mentality that's just been maintained, and that's what's it's leading to what's led to all these issues? It's either
2: it's either been maintained or it's not been adapted to. Yeah, and there's wrestlers in the UK that are obvious, that, that, that are treating female wrestlers the way they shouldn't be treated. What I'm saying is they, they, some of them wouldn't they treat other females like that in the outside world, but they would treat it to a female wrestler because she's in the business. And that's a lot of shite. You know what I mean? That is a lot of shite. Women should be able to feel safe when they're coming to shows. Women trainees that come to wrestling schools, young women should be able to feel safe coming to school. Wrestling trainers should not be contacting Younger females, any females, would they with any subject apart for their training. That
0: that that for a start should not be happening. You know what I mean? Do you sit here uncomfortable? Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, it blows my mind. It blows my mind that that was going on. Right. The, the, the fundamental thing here is our total. Even though. Scottish wrestling and I'm speaking specifically about Scottish wrestling here because that's the kind of world we're in I know it's like a broader problem across the UK and across America, right? But speaking specifically about Scottish wrestling It's done so well. It's you know, we got a Scottish guy there as, as the, the WWE world champion, right? You know, what I mean and, and the problem is the professionalism hasn't followed the, professional, the professionalism is not there. That's what we've found out. What the, the the biggest thing we've found out this week is, as well as all this abuse, this terrible abuse that's been going on that hasn't been spoken about, it's the total lack of professionalism. It's it's, it's a very very difficult situation. I just don't see what it's going to take now. As
2: well, what about? What, I mean, am I am I pissing into the wind here? I want there to be a structured in Scotland and in British wrestler and in, in British wrestling where. There is a school that you go to. That's you know, in fact, every school should be like this. But they're promoting values. They're promoting how you socialize with each other, how you how you act online, how you act before the show, how you act after the show, in a safe environment, and all this chopping people. I mean, all your paying your dues and stuff like that. But there's been put reports this week I like some guys touching each other's fucking private parts. That's fucking bang out. That's bang out. That has happened to me years ago. And you just turn and say, don't fucking do that again. But there's obviously some people out there that don't have the confidence to face up to that and they don't have, you know, the power to say, please don't do that. And people are obviously, you know, they're thinking back to themselves now and going, why that happened to me? And it's horrible. It's horrible. That you win it, that's st- and, and, and other places, you know, like the, 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 the teams and all that, oh, that shit's fucking
0: getting away, man. That's gone. And, and wrestling needs to follow it. I, I just don't think there's a way of turning it, Rune. I, I, I think once but Don't fucking say that. Mm. Well, I don't mean in terms There's of good wrestling. people out there Listen, Pro wrestling is always going to survive, and there is the vast majority are good people, right? The vast majority are good people out there, um, and wrestling will always survive. This is the thing. Something will always, um, something will always rise up when it when it comes to wrestling. But the minute a brand go, becomes toxic, it, it's hard to get that stink off. It's difficult to get that stink off, and th- this is the difficulty that a lot of these promotions are going to face now. You know, it has to be built again for the ground up. This is what's happened now. After, after this week, what has to be done is it has to be built up again properly for the ground up, you know. And people need to keep speaking. And they need to keep speaking out about stuff because, you know, the the the, the people who are the liabilities need to be rooted out. Well,
2: they go. And, they, and they will be, Rob. And that's why I'm saying, you know, you could look at this if there is any positives to take for it. There's one positive that we are. This will happen. rabbit has got no other option. There is going to have to be a clean. Route. There is. It, sort of have to, it will have to be started from the ground up. It will have to be started for the for, for wrestling schools. Wrestling people that come to train a wrestling school should be safe. And I know I keep saying that, but they should be. They should be taught morals. They should be taught values. They should be taught how you act publicly, how you socialize online. All that needs to be trained, and it needs to come from. People, a person I trust. There's been too many people now that have that, that have been training that you, you can't trust them, and that's obviously been shown last week, and it's it's horrific because some Aye. of them have been my mates.
0: Aye, and uh, you know, and some of these people are very central to the scene as well. And know, by and the way, people. can I just
2: cut you off there? I also feel sorry for some of the people like so I don't know if you want me to put my name out here, but the likes of David Wilson, right, who has basically came to. Every show, yep. in 2002, and I'm speaking to him and he's telling me that, you know, some of these folk, he's looked looked at as his, his boys, his, his son, his sons, and I feel devastated that when I'm reading his tweets and his Facebook posts about how fucking let down he is, you know what I mean? It's fucking like, that devastating.
0: He gave so much to the scene of yeah. like,
2: every fucking weekend his his life to come and watch us fucking fuck about wrestling and... uh I can't, can't believe I'm getting emotional
0: about this, but it, I'm getting emotional Because it is disappointing. It. What, what, you know, what a way to squander. What a way to... You're living that dream, right? That's the way i look at it. When you've got these guys who are living that dream and they've got fans that love them and they're selling tickets and there's people turning up and their careers are improving and getting better and better, and they're making a living being a professional wrestler that they they, they probably dreamed about being since they were b boys, right? And they fucking squander it on behaving like fucking beasts and assholes and fucking instead of being upstanding people who, you know, who who, who felt fortunate about how 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 much a fucking dream living a life that people plenty of people, plenty of fans out there would kill to live. You know what I mean?
2: Just. It's just disappointing. I, 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 want to de, I want to be able to do this till I'm fucking, till I'm 50. I want to be able to do this. I don't want to give I'm not sure anybody's going of... to
0: watch you doing it until you're 50. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: I've got no option, mate. I can't do anything else.
0: But you know, it's like, what you mean? know, you just look at the, I've always looked in it with massive pride with th- things like Kelvin Brawl and stuff like that. It's always been like a high point in my career. Me I mean, Greg doing that and stuff like that. And you look back at it now and you're kind of like, it's tarnished. You know what I mean? But But there's hope. No, well, there needs to be, mate, there needs there's to hope, be hope. Because I know, you know, and, and again, I have to, we're not saying any allegations are true. We don't know. You, you'd be, you would actually be surprised, actually, probably, how little me, I'm surprised how little Grado knows. Like, we don't really, you don't, we, we are as much as anybody out there messaging each other, going, fuck's sake, have you seen this? Have you seen that? Right. So, so there's a lot of surprise and there's, there's a lot of shock. But we know. We know there's good. We know there's good people there as well. We know there's good people who have been as shocked, who have been messaging and and talking about how disgusted they've been and how shocked they've been, and how upset they are, and how disappointed they are. So the scene will bounce back. The scene's going to bounce back, but we can't. It's not going to go back to normal. It's not going to be the same promotions. It's going to be it's what it's like agree. in real
2: life. It's going to be the new normal. It's going to need to be a new normal in, in professional wrestling as well.
0: So really, it's again, very, very. There are good people down. It's a very difficult episode. This today. This is hard, man. I mean, because you go hard. back, it's like I say, There's no, you know, people. People have been named to only just people we know. Are people we've been on the sh- who have been on the show we've interviewed. You know, you know, it's 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 very very difficult to see. It's very. It's, it's been very. I've been dreading this episode. Do you know what I mean? But all we can really say, I think, to, to wrap it up is that. We've got massive amount of sympathy for the the people there, the the pain that they've had to go through, and the pain that they've had to relive this week. Putting out these stories and telling people these stories, and if if it wasn't for them, nothing would change. If it wasn't for them, you know there would be trainees, new trainees coming in all the time and facing the same challenges. You know what I mean? And so it's incredibly brave. I think of people putting themselves putting themselves up for criticism as well, because you know there's going to be always going to be a lot of people commenting and replying to them. To, you know. Having you know, having to put themselves through that as well, so they deserve a massive amount of respect. And it's just you know, it's just a heavy feeling, of disappointment for me, uh, shock, disappointment, and um, you know, things things need to change massively. Things need to change massively. And we,
2: Robert, we have got no other option but to, to to change this and change how the whole system works. I mean. I could go on another subject about you know this should now be the the time as well for something put in place so that shows can't be ran fucking willy nilly either. That's always been a bugbear of mine. People that are half trained in a unsafe ring and a and a in a hold that's no big enough.
0: People that are too young.
2: People that are too young. That I'm so glad you brought that up. You know, there's been some companies where you see. We guys, man, and I mean they're wee guys. Mm-hmm. I'm talking twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and that is not on, man. That is not on. One, it's no safe. I don't believe you should be putting somebody as young as that through that sort of training at that age. They shouldn't be exposed to a live audience at that age. The crowd don't want to see that. Paying audiences don't want to see wee guys wrestling. Mm-hmm. They want to be. They want to have their. They want to have their suspense belief. Believed. Is that what you say? Suspense believed? you say that, Rob?
0: Um, they want... What? <laughs> suspense belief. Their belief suspended. Belief suspended. Belief right. suspended.
2: And I, I think if you were a wrestling fan and you were watching two wee guys wrestling, you'd just be going, they're just wee guys, man. What are they mm-hmm. doing? Where's their fucking parent or guardian? All right. so this c- can hopefully be a positive for... 'Cause I, something I know I keep going on at a rabbit on, but something needs to be put in place. But something needs to be put in place. I've spoke to guys in the WWE in the last couple of days about it as well to say, you know, would you be able to support this? And they've said aye in terms of getting something arranged that nobody can just put on their show. No anybody can put on their show. No anybody can train to train people for the public that want to become wrestlers. Some of the the, the trainers that I've seen over the years. It's a fucking embarrassment. It's embarrassment that they are training people. And it's these people as well, some of them with, with hardly much experience are are, are, are are being brought up in these in these tweets and allegations. Because they're playing wrestlers. You know, they think I'm the wrestling trainer. I should be doing this. I should be fucking slapping somebody in the private parts. You know what I, like. I mean? And that's no how it works. That's not how it works. There needs to be the good guys out there because there is good guys out there. There's good guys out there that would be willing to train people the right way and no fucking getting involved in their social life and this manipulative behaviour. This is me finding it with gaslighting means or this shit. I did not know what that was until this week. This is hopefully, if you can take one positive for it, then this can be swept clean in a new wave of trainers in schools. Coming that are protected and that that will not allow this abuse to happen.
0: Aye, I mean, like I said, there's there's hope and there's a way. There is a way forward because there are, there are, you know, there are people out there who are, are deserving a respect. You know what I mean? I, I dare say, you know, and I, I'm I'm sure people who listen to this podcast who are, you know, who are, who are some of the people involved. Who are some of the people that, you know, that are running the promotions and and stuff like that and. I'm sure it's not an, an, an easy lesson for any of the people as well, but you know, it's they have to understand, you know, the level of disappointment that there is, you know, and and the level of uh, you know, it's a it's a terrible, terrible thing, and primarily terrible for all the victims. We can't just have this conversation be like, "Oh, what a shame it is for wrestling," but a lot of the people who are victims are people who love wrestling. You know what I mean? Woman wrestlers and all that who it's been their passion and their dream and you know dreams that have been again tarnished you know what I mean so hopefully so, there's a way forward hopefully there's answers in the future
2: and I just want to say to you, anybody that's been a victim of this abuse that wants to come and talk to me please do it because they have done such a brave thing to, to, to speak it. it's been a dark week for, for the good guys as well um, because we're all feeling it we're all feeling it for for everybody else that's been um, subject to this misconduct. We're, we're inspired to try and clean this up and to try and make it better because there's nothing else that we can do.
0: It's probably worth me saying as well. Like my niece is a wrestler, uh, Isla Dawn, uh, WWE NXT UK, um, and you know, and you know, I've been talking to her, and and it's you know, my loyalty. If, you know, if it, again, you you feel like your own, you it's that natural hangover, you feel like you're you're you burying a lot of people because, you know, there's a lot of collateral damage here in terms of victims. There's a lot of collateral damage, um, you know, across the whole industry. Uh, but you know what? It's, 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 it's worth it for a change. You know what I mean? It's worth it for things to change. And I do have, I've got loyalty to my niece here. You know what I mean? It's as simple as that. I've got loyalty to my niece. I want the environment to be better for my niece. You um, know, I can
2: see that. that. That is why it's got you fired up as well. You know what I mean? Because it's, <clears throat> Somebody that's because I'm like, uh, you, aye. It's, it's your blood is involved in this, uh-huh. you know. What I mean, she's she's part of this industry where you've read a lot of fucking horrible stuff. I'm like, is this what she's fucking having to deal with? I'm like, is this what she's having to deal with? I mean, exactly, exactly,
0: you know. And I, and 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 this is also why I know there's, there's good people out there as well because I know there's people who, you know. We're like making sure when, when Courtney was coming up, we're making sure that Courtney was getting home safe and all of that. I know there's fucking good people out there, and I know who they are. You know what I mean? Um, and but, but I just if you know if it was me, if it was me, I would you you, you reboot it. You start right for the right for the fucking ground again. You have you have all the uh, checks, disclosure stuff in place that Grado's talking about. You get all that sorted out. Of, you have. Uh, you have a 50-50 split, a guys and women across your roster. That's a lot of changes. Name this boy, this boys' club stuff. Name this boys' club stuff. Uh, Name of this after-party bullshit. Name of this professional people turn up, buy ticket to see a show to see stars who are who are out there, and they can be heels. They can be baby faces. You know, they they can they can be nasty to the crowd. But you know, they're out there. They're performers. They're earning their money. Uh, they're doing their stuff, they're going away, the curtain shuts and they go fucking home. Oh. They go home and they don't go home to lie in their bed, I DMing and tweeting fans and DMing fans on, on Twitter and stuff like that. Professionalism has to happen now because all the progress that has been made in British wrestling has been kicked back so far now. But the truth is, it hasn't been kicked back. The truth is, the progress that British wrestling has made has been a, a smoke and mirrors is what it's been. With fun out now, it's been smoke and mirrors. So anyway, let's see what a few listeners have said. Scott, get in touch. Says I think that any promotion, big or small, should have an external company or party at every show to make sure none of this goes on. I like what ICW has done in terms of putting people through courses to be mental health uh, through mental health courses and creating new job roles to prevent this. But I feel it would be better if it was a third party, as people already within the company may be friends with talent being accused. Uh, yeah. Stephen says it's a really shocking, horrific time in wrestling. My heart goes out to those affected by it. I think that much like the Black Lives Matter debate in the US where good cops should be reporting or even arresting the bad cops, the good wrestlers here need to be reporting the creeps and perverts that they've witnessed harassing others. They should first approach promoters and if they don't do anything about it, then report them to the police. Well, I mean, that's an interesting point there. Should they first approach promoters or should they just report them to the police? This is the thing, this is the, again, this is this thing. What, what authority does a promoter, the promoter really,
1: you
0: know what I mean? What's the promoter Paul says this is a difficult issue.
2: It's, look, is this,
0: is, this is so hard to talk about. It's a nightmare episode. It's so fucking. I don't hard mean that an episode of a I mean, podcast, I mean an episode of Time. Yeah. Uh, this is a difficult issue and one which is unfortunately rather easy to see happening given the way the wrestling business works. The entire industry needs to have a good look at how it operates and understand that current practices have led to this point. Wrestling is by no means immune to a problem like this, but shares many of the vulnerabilities of other fields where similar situations have evolved. Sadly, a lot of the positives about the current non-WWE wrestling scene, the self-start nature, the independence and lack of wider oversight by a union or regulating body, have allowed people with shady motives to take advantage of others. Wrestling has to take this as a moment to grow up and evolve into a safe and robust industry with practices and processes which keep the people involved safe. Full-on unionization is perhaps a step too far. Is it? But my suggestion would be... Just,
2: I don't know why would that be a step too far, because uh, at this point, anything would help.
0: I would never turn
2: on a full blown. I would never turn down a full blown union. It's been tried in the past. Some people involved try to arrange that. Last time I've sadly been involved in this on as well. It just shows you. Yeah, well, this is it. So you,
0: there know needs, the... there, you know
2: what I mean? It needs to be uh, an independent sort of government. If it's government based, because right, it needs to be. It needs to be somebody that's out with the rest. And I agree, I agree with that.
0: An example of this would be how the SFA licensing system in football clubs works so if a promotional school was able to present itself as a quality assured in this regard then we could all go forward with some peace of mind about who we support something, something- better than the SFA come on <laughs> New you'd say that I knew you'd say that anyway if, if any is one again good good points there for Paul I think everybody sees what the problem is I,
2: everybody everybody's singing for the same hymn sheet in terms of it needs to change um, and everybody is behind trying to get something set up where this can't happen again what it is we don't quite know yet but believers we are trying. There's, there's good British wrestlers out there. There's good people that want to try and arrange something that can prevent this from happening again. So we are, we're inspired to do it. We need to do it because we have got any other option.
0: If you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook or email wrestlingdaft at gmail.com.
1: 18- plus.
0: this week there's just too much to bury with the wrestling industry so let's try and find some positives out there so we're just looking for your putovers for this week in wrestling our, our patron dean can i put on my big brother gary for get me a wrestling daft hoodie for my birthday at the weekend we watch it okay, show yeah. every week together nice Nice uh, Sean can't really think of anything worth putting out this week apart from the Taker documentary nobody does documentaries like WWE they're always top notch oh they are
2: they were really really good have you watched any Undertaker ones? I've still not watched them <gasps>
0: and I've missed the best one Wesley putting on Jackie Polo Kenny Williams and all the other participants in the Lionheart 16k run in well done. memory of Lionheart well done boys Scott wants to put out the Last Ride documentary has to be WWE's best documentary series so far and Matt Vincent just wants to put over taking himself for just being an absolute legend. Emily wants to put over Kevin Owen and his wee girls' cat pictures. Oh, they yeah. were nice, weren't they? I always like to see a kid's drawing. Uh, Jen wants to put over Grado, Kenny Omega, Cody Rhodes, and all the other wrestlers that aren't predators. And wants to bury Jim Cornette just for being a complete dick sting, she says. And You're Jamie fucking... wants to put over those currently or about to use this negative to make the future brighter. The ever subtle ravey-davey. The Fresh Prince of Drummond Square for calling it for what it is, and I hope that these are genuine and been floating under the spotlight. To get the opportunity of those that have been drop kicked out of platform. Listen, uh, I have to say, Ravi David deserves a lot of respect this week because he's just fucking—he's been no shooting fuck for the boy, heart. He? He's been shooting for the heart. You know, he's—he—he—he's—he's he, 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 he's, he's a fearless guy. You know what I mean?
2: I, he's been saying quite a lot of stuff that I would like to say, but I don't want to be getting involved in that on social media. But uh, at least there's somebody like David, is.
0: I've got the guts today, that. You so know, he, play, David. he's um, absolutely fair play. Well, it's all about the content. You can get Murphy Wrestling Daft to keep the entertained during lockdown by signing up to our Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Wrestling Daft. We've set up three tiers which you can choose to get involved with Patreon.com forward slash Wrestling Daft. Tell them about the tiers, Grado. Tier one, you're a Cruiserweight Champion, which is $4 a month. On that, you get a patron only chat community.
2: You get ad-free versions of all episodes, you get early access to episodes, random bonus content, the video version of the Marvels podcast, which is doing well, and you can vote on what you want to see featured in the list of Wrestling Daft. Tier 2, you're the Intercontinental Champion, which is $10 a month. You get everything in Tier 1, as well as a video version of each podcast every week. There's a bonus episode once a month, and you can join our Patreon pay-per-view parties. Tier 3 is the World Heavyweight Champion, which is $20 a month, and you get everything in the previous tiers, as well as free tickets to every live event, and they really, really, they sell what hot cakes, they tickets it's live events, so that's really good. A free Wrestling Daft T-shirt, sh- 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 the design of your choice, but you must sign up to a minimum of three months to get one of the T-shirts. Plus, you will get to feature on one of our shows as one of our marks. So, if you fancy that, and uh, you want to become one of our patrons. Sign up now at patreon.com forward slash daft as we would love to welcome you to the
0: roster. So this week The Undertaker announced his retirement after 33 years in the business. So to mark it this week, we thought we'd take a step back and celebrate his career as one of the greats. I will introduce to you now
2: my mystery partner, The
1: Undertaker.
2: The spirit of the Undertaker will not rest in me. He's done well for himself, ain't he? I mean and it is, but you know what? This it's funny because you know some people have wanted this for years when he comes out and tells all the stories on the podcast, then you've got that group of folk that are like, Fucking hell man, that's the childhood ruined, you know what I mean? There's taker. Sitting there and these Mike Tyson tap and he's fucking, he's Under Armour fucking joggies. Do you know what I mean? People, some people don't just don't want that. And it's weird, man, watching these documentaries. It's like, see if any other wrestler done what he's done recently, like greet a, a match, they'd <laughs> get followed up. Like he watched back his match with Roman Reigns, it was actually he started greeting. Now, see how if that was some other wrestler, they they call called a You can't call them, they'll take him a mark, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Is that bad? No.
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> so here's some. Uh, I mean, imagine
2: me greeting my match, man. I get pelted.
0: Didn't some, get great of a few matches. To be honest with you, I know for the right reasons though. <laughs> uh, he, he's a. Uh, here's some info that John wrote down for us to read about. By uh, the way, anyway, I just
2: want to make this clear: I am not calling an Undertaker a mark. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, you know, he has a Mark. His name's Mark. Well, that's so true, mark, yeah. mark Calloway was born in Austin, Texas, went to college on a basketball scholarship, majoring in sports management before dropping out and pursuing a career in the wonderful sport we call pro wrestling. Lumpier boy. He started at WCCW before eventually signing for WCW, where he had a brief stint as Mean Mark Callis. He joined the NWWF WWF in 1990, where he was given the Undertaker gimmick and made his debut at Survivor Series as a mystery member of the Million Dollar Man's team. And the rest, credo. Is history. history and I remember when he made his debut. and I remember, oh yeah, I remember Tuesday in Texas. I remember all that stuff. Well, you're showing your age now, Chris. Oh, I'm showing my age. Hey, uh, you're showing your age now. And I remember he was an impressive sight back then, and he remained an impressive sight for you know, for the rest of his, his run. I would I mean, say, how, you
2: know? how hard must it have been being the Undertaker trying to protect that gimmick so much? You know, coming out of hotels and being in airports and stuff like that. But fair play to him. Have you? Ever, I mean, you've never seen like, the Undertaker in a Rangers' step in an airport in like, you know what I mean? He's always been wearing no, the black t shirts, you know what I mean? He's he's done really, really, really well to kind of protect that gimmick. He,
0: uh, he'll
2: be doing wrestling daft next now, but man, I'm at a podcast he's doing he's popping up everywhere.
0: He had some power of a uh, terrible uh, angles and terrible feuds though, didn't he? I mean, I know we're all talking about the brilliance of his career. But I would say, weirdly, I would say his late career is, was way better than his early career, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because, you know, he, he feuds with like, you know, Papa Shango and all that, and Jack Gian- González and all that kind of stuff, things. right? You know, he had a lot of garbage as well. My favourite era, of course, Undertaker era, is Ministry of Darkness era. I've spoken about it many a time. The crucifix, crucifying stone called Steve Austin, where to Stephanie, kidnapping Stephanie and all that. Uh,
2: but do you know what's weird about that as well? You know,
0: Undertaker was in his late 20s then. I know. That's and, crazy thinking about it. And you felt like he was a pure, like
2: forty man, odd
0: year old veteran.
2: Aye, aye. It's, it's crazy thinking that you've done that amount of stuff at that age. But what a cool, cool, cool! Just everything about it. I mean, on that documentary, it took you back to like a couple of months ago when they were filming that uh, that that boneyard match. And man, it, 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 see when I watch it back, I didn't realize actually how cool it was.
0: Very cool. It was really, really
2: cool. When it still was show. Story sure. show. See, yeah. see the bit where he smashed the smashed his airman into the, the the motor, the motor uh, one day? Mm-hmm. That was you. You know what I mean. That, actually, mm-hmm. you see the way he went. Damn! It shows you like the kind of wide shot of it. and I don't think they were expecting that to happen. It, they had to stop the filming and you know, they were pulling bits of charder glass at his ear, and that was I mean, a natural reaction to it. see that. Mm, damn. Yeah,
0: yeah. It was cool to see. I mean, let's just pick out a few wee highlights here, right, just to remind ourselves how amazing he was. Burying the Ultimate Warrior. Remember he buried the Ultimate Warrior? Aye. Um, youngest ever WWF champ, beating Hogan at Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. Uh, turned face, took on Jake Snake at WrestleMania Eight. Pulling Diesel down to hell during his match with Bret Hart, bursting out the canvas It's a, mm-hmm. a big strong memory in my mind. Uh, Mankind, feud with Mankind after he debuted on the Raw, after WrestleMania Twelve. That boiler room match, remember? Aye, aye. I think, I mean, I think Mankind was one of his aye.
2: better opponents.
0: Well, here we go. Um, Kane getting introduced to his half-brother at Bad Blood. <laughs>
2: I mean, how cool is that when you think about oh, it?
0: So cool, so cool. So, so cool. Kane's another guy who's had a great career. Uh, throwing Mankind off the top of hell in a cell, king of the ring. Mm-hmm. You know, for some people, you know, this is the first time we've mentioned it. For, for most people, that would be the, the highlight of their, their whole career. Tag team with Stone Cold. Feud with Stone Cold. Ministry of Darkness. And then American Badass. The excitement of that night. I love the American when Badass. When he came back. Oh, my God. You know, and what and then, I... then, I'm going to make you famous. Oh, I'm unbelievable. unbelievable. Coming in my
2: backyard. Yeah. Coming in my backyard.
0: Yep. Beating Hollywood Hogan at Judgment Day. Ladder matches. You've
2: done it now. You've yep. gone and yep. made a big mistake. I can't allow.
0: Beating Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 25, which is going to be one of the greatest wrestling matches of all time. Aye. That WrestleMania 25. Take on Michaels' match. Brock Lesnar ending the streak at WrestleMania 30, which I think is just one of the greatest WrestleMania moments. So they are. Of all time.
2: I just, I love that. I don't care about the streak. I thought that was just a pure wow moment.
0: All the streak is, is just a storytelling device anyway. Correct. And, and that, what a way to end that story. Uh, the visuals of that. People will never forget that match. Never forget that match. Uh, facing Cena after he came out of the crowd. Remember, I, I enjoyed that. Scene. I was sitting and didn't think he had a match. and then
2: mm-hmm. Again, on that documentary, you see him complaining about you no know enough minutes. Yeah. You yeah, think, what? I can... I'd love that man wrestling. I when mean, you don't you only need to wrestle for four or five minutes, you <laughs> collect that paycheck, I can get and they'll take
0: it. And then you've got the boneyard match, which uh is just a perfect way for the taker to go Aye. to go in a cinematic way, riding off into the sunset. Maybe inter- you know, there's that tradition with wrestlers that in the last match they you know they they lie down in the last match, you know what I mean? Um they pass the torch. nobody's uh, interested in seeing Undertaker then that. You know, I mean, people want to see The Undertaker. The Undertaker lives forever, you know what I mean? He's undead. Aye, he's,
2: he a big dog that runs, he's the big
0: dog that runs your yard. <laughs> he rides off at the sunset. Aye. And let me tell you something. Rest in peace. <laughs> so, so, there and we he's go. And he's letting his grey hair, he's growing his grey hair he has. You know, he's a happy man as well. He's got his dugs. Has he got dugs? Uh, I, I don't actually think he's got he, dugs, actually, because there would been no documentary. But he's, he's, got got a got he's got a big lake. He's got a big lake. He's misses. got a hamster. He's got his masses. He cuts about. He's doing his thing now. And he he can he can walk out of the wrestling business which he's held yeah. high, which no many people uh, can do. So that's it for this week's show. Uh, it was... No the, up, no, the most upbeat it was a horrific ordeal. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple or get us on wherever you get your podcasts. Remember, we now go twice a week so you can catch us on a Friday and the Marks podcast on a Tuesday. Also, remember to get on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft to check out the video version. Why not buy yourself a t shirt? Shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. Anything else to add, Grado, before we wrap up? Again,
2: I just want to say shout out to everybody that's heard their stories this week and obviously it's been a difficult situation for everybody involved um, but believe is that the good guys have got your back
0: this uh, pandemic this this kind of moment in time where everything's stopped I think it feels to me like a big cultural reset is happening people are people are sitting at home and they're going I don't want to go back to that same world that I was in before I want it changed now So, you know, massive respect to all the people out there who have told their stories and are now making that move and have now motivated change in the industry because it's going to change. It's it's, it's, it's happening now. It's going to change. Uh, So let's make sure the momentum keeps going on that. Uh, Thanks for listening, folks. Sure, sir.
1: I'll Audio Frontier